everybody and welcome to this very special edition of the Social Wave Project podcast. I know I wasn't going to upload an episode until April but um, something came up and I thought I really wanted to share this episode as kind of like a tribute to um, a very special friend who has been very very close and um it, it was a little bit of a shock and yeah so i won't keep this intro for too long because i i'm gonna try my hardest not to cry or yeah just something like that so last christmas so christmas 2021 i received the very sad news that my good friend Andy Burns, who is also known as Indie Andy on YouTube, he passed away unexpectedly and it was such a massive shock for not just the autistic community but for the YouTube community as well. And I don't know about you but we're all missing him really and I know that um, knowing Andy he had a massive heart of gold and he was very passionate about raising awareness for autism well <laughs> awareness is the wrong word to use now so to raise acceptance is the right word really just because um, it's all changing but I thought in memory of Andy, I thought that I would upload one of our collabs that we have filmed on to the podcast. Now, this one was filmed during World Autism Acceptance Week last year, and Andy and I were talking about um, how the autistic community was affected during the COVID-19 pandemic. And I thought that was one of the best collabs we've done, really. And also, it, it is a very special one close to my heart, really, because I know Andy had a lot to say on that one. And I know that knowing Andy, he had a lot to say. And oh boy, it, it, some of the stuff he said was so powerful. And I think that by uploading this episode, it it will mean so much to various different people. And until then, um, I'll leave you guys to listen to the episode. And yeah, um, we are all going to miss you, Andy. This is not goodbye. This is just a see you again soon. And like you always say, Andy, stay you, stay indie, and I'll see you soon. So it is day two of World Autism Awareness Week and we are going to continue in with the theme from what we discussed yesterday but we've got a different person because we have the wonderful Mr Andy Burns from Indie Andy with us today. Hello. <laughs> and um, we're going to be talking about um, what Andy's experience and perspective was like during the all three lockdowns last year and this year. Andy, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, certainly. Uh, well, my name's Andy. I'm a 28-year-old person. I keep forgetting my age, so I'm going to question myself on that one. But uh, I was diagnosed with autism in age 4, 5, 1996, 1997. So I've been diagnosed for a while. And basically, I make content on YouTube under the Indie Andy YouTube channel uh, weekly. And 
like says, I'll be also uploading videos this week. But to be honest, I actually don't have anything planned to talk about the, the situation or anything to do with the situation. So I, I guess where do we start off, says, with, with this one? Well, I, I think I just, I had a little bit of a preparation because I knew that it's going to be really hard to explain what it was like, really, because everyone can actually talk about their own experiences, really. But with each experience, it's a little bit harder because you get like loads of stories about what it's like for individuals and parents, especially since there was a recent article in the National Autistic Society magazine about a mum and her experiences during lockdown with her six-year-old daughter, but we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> Before lockdown, what was your life like in terms of routine? I mean, did you have a daily routine? Did you uh, do any hobbies and activities outside the house that you were interested in that you never got to do the chance with all three lockdowns? Well, what, what was it like? It was um, manic at the time before the first lockdown last year, especially. Um, so I would go to work during the day, the weekday, and you know uh, go back home on the weekend i would uh, practice with my band uh me and my fiance would uh, go out on date days or date nights and uh things like that but it was always full of busy we were always uh, traveling around to see people we were always um it was constant go 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 pretty much all all of the time for me then the first lockdown came about and pretty much I haven't actually been in the same room as my band for over well nearly a year now at this point um and yeah uh, pretty much I'm not going into the office as, as much now but when the first lockdown came uh, I was working from home um doing my normal nine to five job last year in comparison to this year, is completely di uh, completely different. Um, what about you? Was there um, any activities and things that you did? Well, you were doing before the first lockdown. Like, how? Like, is it different for you? Yeah, it was different for me actually. Um, I'm trying to like think because um, I know that um, with, with the same as you, it was date days with my boyfriend, and then um, it was a hanging out with friends, and then I was um, going out with my family, and then my friend who is also my carer, and then I would just go to like different places, uh, like go to London and um, just go locally, or go swimming, or use public transport, and. And um, I, I was in a little bit of a pickle, really, during the last year because um, I lost my first job. Well, I actually quit my first job because it wasn't going in very well. And I was just trying to pick my life up where it was. And then when the first lockdown happened, I was like, things can't get any worse, can it? How did it really affect you? Um, as well, Andy, did it affect you that, did you have like meltdowns constantly or did you uh, know that you had to um, change things uh, at the last minute, especially because you and your fiance were planning to get married last year, from what I understand? Yes, that is very much true. Um, it, it impacted on um, me quite badly, I think. Uh, especially the first lockdown everything was changing nobody had a clue what was happening as much as I would you know say that it was well I guess uh, about me but it 
wasn't, you know, everyone was in the same boat. No one had a clear what was happening. And for me, I was really, really stressed out because people were asking me uh, what I needed to work from home. And I was uh, in, in the office. It was like one day in the office, I was saying, we're not set up to work from home. You know, I'm not set up to work from home. What is this all? <laughs> I, I, I was just so like, oh my, oh my God, what am I meant to do? Um, to, to be honest, when I'm stressed, I do, I do get grumpy. I do get really grumpy. And I, but I think as soon as we got into it, it got a bit easier over time, but it wasn't smooth sailing. I mean, uh, with the, the whole wedding that got canceled, uh, basically we went into lockdown in the UK end of March. We were supposed to get married, uh, end of April last year. Um, still haven't gotten married yet. It's been moved to September, 2021. Um, um, I mean, everyone's been uh, great about that though. Everyone's been really, really, uh, good and moving things over and things, but it's just, mm. just been really stressful overall, to be honest. I know that you said that your mental health has been affected and in a way when it has been affected, I'm trying to like think of um, how the way to put this really. Was it like being off the rails with it and and you just had to constantly rely on support with your fiance or with contacts or anything like that? Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, no, it makes no, it makes total sense to me. Don't worry. Um, basically, um, with the whole mental health aspect of it particularly during the first lockdown because uh, we weren't able to travel you know it was, uh, it was very much like stay in your homes normally for me I, I like going out and about getting myself out and about and uh, also for me seeing people at the time was quite important because I kind of knew and every, everyone in my close family knows really that uh, if I'm not around uh, people like a, a lot I do kind of uh, become secluded and well potentially isolated so the way I, def I definitely feel less sociable now <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I do try my best I do try my best to be sociable but it's just it's not this it's not the same I was um for me I don't really tend to message a lot of people anyway unless you know it's people who live far away like yourself says if it's people who live close by, I, I tend to keep stuff until I see them. Um, that's just the way I've always been. Um, it's just e it's just easier that way. But yeah, because because the whole lockdown thing, it it was just a massive like transition uh, from doing being able to do all these things to not, which I think I've been able to do. But I think as well being stuck inside. The majority of the time now it's just uh i don't know i just want to be able to uh now be able to go out and uh uh do things to uh to be honest i was gonna say says has covid in in general affected like your mental health and in, in a similar sort of way or has it been different it's a funny thing you should say that because i know that with me i know that my 
I wouldn't say my mental health was bad because um, uh, I, I just react differently because normally I'm a happy person. But I always found that the first lockdown and the third lockdown were really, really hard. And most people agree with me since they said that the third lockdown was harder because it was cold and it, there was nothing much to do with like the first lockdown. But I think when it happened to me for the first time, I, I just got a little bit worried and scared and I was tearful all the time and I asked my dad because before the lockdown happened we were asked to shield because he was over 70 and his doctor advised him to shield but then that led into a miscalculation because that really avoided me from seeing my boyfriend and then seeing all my friends and also I volunteer so I couldn't really do that either mm -hmm. and it put me in a difficult position and I turned my attention to art and junk journaling because that was the only way I could cope. I couldn't do my YouTube videos. I just felt like I'm not in the right state for it. But I think since then, art just really helped me feel relaxed. And I, I still continue to do art really because if, I, if COVID didn't happen, I would give myself to do the junk journal challenge, which I post frequently well used to post frequently on instagram but i think i've learned something new for all this and it helped me made me feel calmer but it, it's just like one of those things really you're just gonna have to do what you have to do really i suppose i definitely agree with that and um i, I definitely remember her seeing uh, uh, your journals and thinking wow that's absolute that's actually really amazing uh, that uh, sound that sounded really bad actually <sighs> No, no, I hope no, you know what no. you mean. I hope you know what I mean. Um, it was really awesome, really awesome to see that during the first lockdown. We would, um, I was doing um, Zoom quizzes, um, because we obviously couldn't meet up in person. Um, like my sister and uh, her friends, we would just do uh, Zoom quiz quizzes, getting like sort sorting out parts of the quiz and things, which was really cool. It was, it was, it was nice for me to do because it, it gave me a distraction. Uh, from everything that was going on, I do agree though. Like the uh, the third lockdown, um, like around, uh, like around winter and Christmas and things. Um, to be honest, that, that it's been it's been it it's been difficult because it's because like you say, it's been um bald, cold and stuff. I don't know. I've definitely I don't know. Just I've I found the lockdowns uh, tricky because it's. I think for I think for me it was just what do I well what do I do what can we do what can't we do but like yourself it has allowed me to do like uh, new things that I didn't have the time to do before like um, I started collecting uh, Pokemon cards. Saw that that looks really cool actually. Yeah, uh, like um, just the time with um, the whole COVID situation, it's just allowed me to watch. Um, new people that I don't know. <laughs> I just I just got into I just got into everything and everything and everything and I just thought you know what I'm just gonna start collecting Pokemon cards because I, I kept seeing YouTubers who uh, collected and it was just just the thrill of opening packs and uh, putting them in binders and stuff. So I've I've been doing that since the start uh, 2021 and it's just it's just it's nice having something else to do you know away from all of the screens and stuff. Oh yeah, I agree actually because normally uh, I would um, I plan to do with like the screens. I would probably 
oh what's the right word to put this uh, like try watch a show but the trouble is you have to pay and it's really frustrating because you want some entertainment during lockdown but if you have to pay for them you just think oh what's the point but it's just always nice to do something that you can do for free really by the sound of it <laughs> <laughs> well 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 I, I wish the pokemon collecting was free but it's <laughs> It's definitely not. But no, I mean, I mean, it's 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 just nice being able to uh, being able to do things that I didn't either have the time for, or didn't have an interest in at the, at the time. Um, but I don't know, just I don't know. It's it's just nice being able to look at something and uh, just appreciate the art of it. I guess for uh, for me, it's just nice having something for for myself uh, as, as well. You mentioned working from home. What was that like personally for you? Did you find it okay or did you find that you would prefer to work in the office or do you find yourself like uh, you're not really too sure in between and you would probably like to find out what's comfortable for you once the lockdown is over? At the beginning, I hated the idea. Absolutely hated the idea. Um, I mean, when when like, the first few weeks of the first lockdown happened, I just felt so unproductive because uh, like this, they, this room is normally where I record all of my YouTube videos, and that's it's that was its only function. That there was no other purpose for anyone to come in here apart from me to to film. But now a year later, I've been working working in here for <laughs> for work. At the time, absolutely hated it because it just distractions um that you would normally uh, get at home when you're in the office so i hate it at the time because it was just it was just all chaotic and crazy but to be honest i actually have grown to like elements of it for example it's i don't know more confident being at home in comparison to the office that i normally work in and I've, there's actually less distractions so i'm actually able to do um a lot more i feel at home in comparison to the office because uh just noise distractions and just uh people uh just uh, wanting to have a chat about different things i think the longer it's gone on the longer i've had to think about the positives and also the negatives of it really it's interesting though with the differences between working from home because of distractions and then working in the office where you can fully concentrate it just makes sense really in a way to actually feel comfortable within your own space really and mm. maybe in like some sense it's really like interesting because what if like the work environment you're in is just a bit too busy and it could be overwhelming and then when you're at home you just feel calm and relaxed and it, it's just basically different things for different people yeah and and also as well i've never worked from um home on a professional level ever so as uh, really my first time experiencing it but I have to, I have to say like after a year of being at, at home while working from home and of, of, of course being uh, really lucky in being in the position that I am in having work being able to work from home because obviously uh, some people have not had that opportunity and they've had that opportunity taken away because of uh, job losses and things but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm just uh, grateful to to still be working and um, have. I guess have that luxury, especially these days. It's like a blessing in one way, but then it, you find out in another way. It challenges you. 
and it, it just challenges you how you can work as an employee or it could challenge yourself as like an individual in a way if that makes sense mm. yeah no t- no totally does but then also I have been trying to follow in your videos, but then during lockdown from a whole year, your YouTube channel bounced to like, you went from like 2,000 subscribers to 3,000 and to 10,000. How did you do it? What was your secret? What, what we want to know? Because I know that the whole world wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do, I don't think many people would be interested in, <laughs> in, that, in, that, in that answer. Honest answer, I actually just try to uh, carry on as much as possible i guess i, th- I think also because people a load of people were at home I-, I think that had a lot to do with it actually i feel like i uploaded less last year in 2020 than i did the year before but s- somehow somehow it it just all just seemed to work out at the at the right time but um the most important thing for me though it- it's not about being this you know person with 10,000 subscribers or anything like that it's the more time I've uh, made videos the, the less I've actually I really care about the numbers side of it um what I honestly care about is just uh, being able to help people with my videos I've honestly just <clears throat> kind of uh I, I kind of just don't look at the numbers now because it's just like they, they don't really mean anything like the views or whatever it's about making videos that help people that that's what I try to think about and it, it, I don't know it must reflect in it must reflect somehow because uh obviously we're at this stage now and it's uh I, I'm just I'm honestly I'm just grateful but I think definitely COVID had a lot to do with it though I, I can't say it was all down to me or any or anything like that it was really good though because um they you had a lot of positive feedback with the YouTube videos and um you did so many things with the videos you did podcasts you did interviews which i thought it was absolutely amazing and and i'm very proud of you really i am because you've come so far but i'm also like interested to know what what was your favorite vlog that you filmed during covid and lockdown or probably top two or top three oh i'm gonna have to have a look at the channel because i don't actually know what i actually filmed (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, basically guys when you get to a stage where you like have a, a video out every every week or so you just you honestly just forget it, it sounds crazy i know but definitely the podcast with my fiance i really enjoyed doing that was a lot of fun um the first the first one we just talked about relationships what grinds our gears that sort of thing it was just fun doing something with my fiance um to be honest but non-podcast never have i ever uh i did with Orti Simsara or Orti Simsara uh, it was all her idea a funny story about that actually and uh, we were setting up the uh, the collab and I had a completely different video it was all filmed everything but basically the file got corru- got corrupted so luckily she had enough footage uh, from her video because we did her video first so basically I, I just said I'm sorry the my video got corrupted is that what what do you want to do and she said oh i'm just i can just give you the footage from uh from mine because i've got a load of excess anyway and I, so 
<laughs> well, it does sound like quite fun, really. But I really enjoyed the podcast with you and your fiance because I, I thought it was really, really good. This is the thing, though. I always enjoy videos or podcasts that are related to relationships because I always find them so interesting because it gives a sense that autistic people can be in relationships, whether their partner is autistic or not. And that's the case in one of my friends. Um, she's a lesbian, but her partner isn't autistic. But um, it, it's really nice to see how people can actually relate to that. Relation videos and podcasts, they tend to be more of the popular ones because uh, people feel like they're not alone and uh, they, they can be in the relationship. So they allow uh, them to have hope, uh, especially during that time anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I think also I started the podcast because I just wanted to um, just talk to people. Uh, like I say, I, I kind of became a, like, a, like a bit of a hermit. So uh, it was nice for me just to um, set things up. But the podcast now, I'm, I'm just going to just uh, do, do episodes whenever. Like this, um, it started to become less enjoyable especially during these times as well um with us kind of like last few months opening back up again then shutting back down all of this sort of thing i don't know i i don't know it became more work and i didn't want it to become work uh so uh basically the plan of the podcast now is just to uh just do ep episodes uh, whenever but to be honest during the lockdowns and everything um like i've gotten into more podcasts it's just i guess i guess for me it's just as well it's just nice uh hearing um hearing stories from real people and just it, it like just just social media in general is just well youtube podcasts that sort of thing has just been really really good and uh i don't know just providing an, an escape i would say the roadmap now coming into place um that's started right now and then hopefully with like fingers crossed and if it goes to plan what are the five bits that you're looking forward to once lockdown is fully over first thing going to an amusement or an arcade honestly oh yeah i'm quite oh god honestly Honestly, it's just the, the first thing that uh, me and my fiance want to do. Well, it's the first thing that I want to do. She wouldn't disagree with me because it's just great. Second, just being able to travel <laughs> just anywhere, just anywhere other than uh, <laughs> any, yeah, anywhere other than um, uh, my my well, the the county that I live in. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've traveled to my parents during the course of the the lockdowns and stuff but i like I, I haven't actually been into the center of the place where i live in over a year so it would be nice just to go around and explore that again and remember oh i didn't realize that was there then remembering well it's been there the entire time you just have not seen it for a year um oh what else what else oh go going to see my band rehearse that sort of thing have my wedding i know it's like fourth on my list i'm just thinking of things uh now because <laughs> it's just so far <laughs> in the future that i can't actually think <laughs> uh, <but> no, wed <laughs> wedding wedding definitely wedding and um i don't know on my days off being able just to go to the city in newcastle have a walk around honestly like uh with this whole experience that's just the one thing i feel like i haven't been able to do just 
uh, on my days off, go out somewhere and just, I don't know, not, not experience like just being around people. Just, I don't know, just, yeah, it's, it's one thing when I, uh, when I had time off, I would actually do, I would go off on my own to the city of Newcastle and just have a, have a walk, have a walk around just aimlessly. And if there's things I needed to pick, uh, wanted to pick up, I just pick up. But yeah, those are my kind of five things. What about you, Sis? Says, Sis, Says. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, don't worry. This is a hard one because I know that um, I want to do so many things. First of all, go to London because um, me and my friend, we always go to London together and we said to each other, you know what let's go to Hampton Court Palace because it's one of my favorite palaces in the whole entire world and then um hopefully me and my boyfriend want to go away on holiday and um, we sort of did that before the second lockdown because uh we usually either try to do like something special or just keep things to a minimum for our anniversary and mm. since our anniversary is coming up in September we were thinking of going away on holiday for a few days but we're thinking about staying in the UK because obviously we don't know what the situation is abroad but if it's safe and if it's given the all clear to go my boyfriend would love to take me to Italy because um, he went a few years ago with his college and um, I'm very bit guilty really because I'm caught with Italian and I've never been to Italy so I'm a disgrace to my heritage really <laughs> and then oh. oh this is so much though I know that seeing my friends is another thing because one of my friends is expecting in July and then one more thing is that I would really love to actually be more independent. I set goals for myself to move out of my house because I obviously still live with my parents and then probably have my own place. But I was planning to do that, do that but because of COVID, I couldn't. But mm. it might be a chance really to do that depending on what the regulations are. But I think the most important thing to do is just be around with friends and family really who you haven't seen and just give them a massive hug and high five really. Normally people would say, uh, people with autism, they, they don't really like hugging or like kissing or anything. I'm one of those people who does like it really and it's you just kind of like miss that interaction and this is one of the things I really really miss so definitely when it comes to the 21st of June I'm like yeah I'm gonna hug everyone and I'm not gonna let anyone go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually talking about that point actually it's a really good point um I feel, I feel like since obviously, um, obviously COVID's uh, been a thing, I feel like people kind of, kind of get, well, people have obviously been like socially distancing and all that sort of thing, not going for like a hug or whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I'm not really like a huggy person unless it's like, uh, just pe people I know or, or whatever. I mean, I didn't actually... Uh, I didn't really hug my my own mum till about a couple of years ago, and I actually moved out because I don't know, just just one of those just one of those days. wasn't really too keen on it. I actually miss just being able to hug my friends and things like things like that. It's, it's just so weird to be honest. I guess the, the thing that uh, that has been good though uh about it is like people being able to like, keep their distance and things especially uh going out and about i think people are a little bit more uh, think more about it which is quite nice um <laughs> uh yeah 
I, I don't know what, any other way of putting it, uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh no, that that's completely fine. And then also, just like a, a like little quick thing, um, me and Connor were talking about yesterday about how the autism community was affected during last year and this year, especially with um, music, the film, and the sunflower lanyards and all of that. Do you find that in between those twelve months, do you think that the community has been more challenged than ever? And what are the lessons that people can learn for understanding autism and how they can make people in the autism community feel included? Oh, it's a very good question. I definitely do agree that the community has been challenged, mainly because obviously um, with, I mean, just with the whole face covering situation that came about from the start, you'd, you, you'd obviously have autistic people who didn't uh, feel comfortable wearing a face covering and obviously the whole argument of well it's to protect the public and all of these sorts of things and obviously sunflower lanyards came up which uh, yeah it's 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 quite an interesting one because i think normally uh people would be more up in arms about it but i think people have just kind of accepted some things have to be the way that they are i guess um, I mean, I just, I, hmm. I think I think it has been ch a, ch a challenge. But I think in general, uh, how people can support autistic people is just by just checking in, see if they're okay in things, and just I, I don't know. I don't know to be honest, because I'm trying to think in my perspective. Like I'm quite happy just. <laughs> just being left alone sometimes also as well I, I think the landscape's changed so much that it's kind of it's kind of hard to say how to support autistic people apart from um saying that um you know just by uh just by being there final question do you have any tips or do you have any like suggestions for anyone who wants to develop a new routine or just to plan slowly with things ahead uh, once we come out of actual lockdown in the summer so for example uh, try to get back into an old routine that um, you had last year or try to set like new goals new challenges or, or what do you think Andy? Um, I, I think, I think when just all of this is over, maybe actually doing some sort of list of the stuff that you've done during lockdown, maybe taking those forward or maybe leaving them behind. Um, the only reason I'm thinking about that is because I was uh, watching a video from a friend. Um, it, it was kind of a jokey video saying this sort of thing is going to, what I'm going to keep going forward and other ones i'd rather you know just leave as they were in there the lockdown period but i think actually that might be helpful for some people actually figuring out what they uh, have actually done in lockdown what things have helped them and maybe taking those forward into the um you know uh, into post lockdown post corona really i guess in general um for me i'm i'm, I'm only gonna speak for myself really um I think going into it, I'm going to uh, try and look after myself more because what I'd noticed, especially after the, like, 
you know, go, going into lockdown, well, multiple times now, four people weren't really looking after themselves. I know I felt like I was running myself ragged, but I feel a bit stronger now in saying, no, I need a break. This is what I need to do um, now rather than before. So I think, you know, post everything, post situation, I think my advice to people is just uh, know when you're like not okay to say, you know, I need a break for myself, you know, whether it's bubble baths, peppermint bubble baths, whether it's, I don't know, reading a book, you know, taking the time to look after yourself is I think the most important thing, especially post lockdown where, you know, it might go back to being totally normal. It might not be, I guess as well, just, uh, I don't know, just, I don't know, try and plan, <laughs> try and uh, plan as much as uh, possible, I guess. Um, it's kind of hard because obviously, we obviously don't know what's going to happen post lockdown, but uh, I don't know, just, just, just make, just making sure you have everything in place to, you know, move forward and make sure you're, I don't know, checking in with people as well, I, I guess. Oh, that, definitely, that's a brilliant answer, really, because um, I know when uh, when you said uh, bubble baths, I'm just like, I haven't had a bubble bath for ages. That, that's something that I really want to do as well. Uh, <laughs> I haven't. I have really nice TLC. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I, I don't normally do baths, but I, I kind of want to have one now, just by the, just <laughs> me saying it. <laughs> can't go wrong with doing that really and it's always nice just to have a just relax and then the TLC and um, I'm sure your fiance will probably feel the same way as well just um, trying to relax and just have a little bit of um, me time and I think really because she must have like worked really hard to support you during lockdown as well yeah no she, def she definitely did plus um, uh, she was obviously working um, at home with uh, home as well yes you know we've just tried to look out for each other um, each other and also as well because of the lockdowns as well like we, we actually spent more time with each other I think that was the thing that um, I know I was certainly um, feeling affected by before the lockdowns and everything and uh, not really spend much time with my fiance because I was always here there and everywhere so it was nice feeling grounded and it's um, I don't know it's just made me appreciate my fiance a lot more like not that I didn't appreciate her before but actually making their time for us to do things i guess it does sound like you, you two have like really had like a stronger bond really during lockdown really um because i know you two have like a really strong bond but your bond just becomes very stronger really i think so i, I, I think uh, we just we naturally do get along anyway um but I, I do i do feel um just over lockdown and everything i guess we've just gotten stronger together and um like we don't have much to talk about, <laughs> to be uh, to be honest, <laughs> as, as much as we used to. Yeah, like not much has changed for us, really. <laughs> Andy, it was really wonderful to interview you, and thank you so much. It, it was an absolute pleasure. And if you want to look at Andy's channel, or I will leave all the links in the description box down below. But Andy, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, and hopefully, looking forward to interview again very soon once lockdown's over. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, no, definitely, and. Uh, if you're not subscribed to says, please do. There's a button below. Click it. Click the bell. You know, because you know you've been great. You've been great. And uh, I feel so unprepared. Where you you were more prepared than <laughs> you were more prepared than me. <laughs> so obviously, 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 subscribe to says because you know 
you planned all uh, all this for me to come on? I, I just I kind of just hopped on. So uh, no, thank you so much, Des. Oh, you're welcome, Andy, and thank you. Well, uh, just and take care of yourself as well because you, you deserve some TLC as well, and of course your fiance as well. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And that was the interview. I really enjoyed collaborating with Andy and it was such a huge pleasure. And like I said before, if you want to check out Andy's channel, I will leave his channel link in the description box down below and please go check him out. He is absolutely amazing. In tomorrow's video, I'm going to be chatting with my good friend, Claire, Claire Carmichael, to talk about how the National Health Service actually supports the autistic community, not just during lockdown and COVID but throughout the whole criteria from GPs to hospitals and until then guys I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world and as always always remember to keep on dreaming and never stop believing stay safe stay well stay happy and I will see you tomorrow bye